Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Funny Games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and it's good to be back with you on this Wednesday. I did have to take last Wednesday off because of an unexpected emergency surgery, which kind of has flipped our world upside down. And I will get into that later on in today's episode. Today, I just wanted to be able to come on here and give you a little bit of an update and open up about a lot of things that have been going on behind the scenes. I think a lot of things will click for you guys and make a little bit more sense of why this year has been a little bit more challenging for us and dealing with realities of life that I know a lot of us, especially women, face when it comes to like our health and getting older, etc. So, and you could probably tell by the title what we will be talking about today. I want to give a disclaimer. I will be sharing things about my miscarriage, uh, emergency surgery, and then my ectopic pregnancy. So those are things that we're going to be talking about. If that is a trigger to you, please feel free to do what you need to do. Um, It just feel like I can't move on until I have talked about this. And I feel like it's really important, especially after opening up about it, especially on Instagram. I've seen so many people be able to share their stories as well. So I just hope that, you know, we can all get some healing and we'll end it on a good note, you guys. We'll end it on a on a high note of a lot of quotes that are helping me through this time. I think my mindset and recovery being my number one focus is really important right now because a lot of it weighs on how my recovery goes for what the future outcome is going to be for us and our whole family. This affects all of us. So we'll go ahead and get started. And... um It's a little bit hard for me to talk about, I'm going to be honest, but I'm going to do my best. I really don't know where to start because this has just feel like it's filled my entire year. So Darian and I have obviously been wanting to expand our family, something we don't talk about openly on social media, especially because of fear of, you know, what if something happens or what if we aren't successful, etc. Like there are a lot of crazy scenarios when it comes to pregnancy and trying to get pregnant. So as soon as we started to try, we got pregnant earlier this year. It did end in a miscarriage, which I'm still not really ready to talk about. That was really traumatic for us. And um, 
just the feeling of like having that being taken away from us and that grieving process. Obviously, I am still affected by it today. I am starting to tear up, but we have been really trying to heal from that still. And I think it was really excruciating for Darian, which makes me even more sad because, hold on, this is really hard to talk about. Darian was going through an OB rotation So every day he was delivering babies in the hospital. So for him, this time was really, really hard on him. And when you have a miscarriage, it is so hard not to feel like, well, what if I, you know, was a little bit better? What if, you know, is there any way to have saved this? And the doctors are very nice and just keep reassuring you um, that everything, you know, you did everything you could and these things just happen, which is so unfortunate and I know that one in four pregnancies end this way, so there's a high chance that a lot of you listening have also had to go through this, which just breaks my heart, but it's helped me understand a lot about myself and Darian, and, um, you know, luckily we've been able to get brought closer together through through all of this. That is all I'm going to say about the miscarriage, because I clearly am still grieving through, through it. Um, And I really didn't know when I would have been able to open up about that. But since something even worse has happened, I definitely feel more ready to talk about the most recent experience. So obviously with a miscarriage, um, every month that we weren't pregnant was pretty tough to see. It takes quite a while to heal from a miscarriage physically and and mentally, emotionally. There's a lot of healing Physically, when it comes to my training, all of that changed a lot and a lot of my training would go lighter because, you know, I'm healing, having to go through pregnancy training slightly changed. Of course, I didn't want to say anything yet because I like to wait till at least 12, if not to 16 to 20 weeks before announcing I'm pregnant because of the fear always in the back of my mind of something could go wrong. So I like to be very sure when that is announced to anybody, Um, obviously to have to not have to have these kind of conversations but I'm having having them anyway and hopefully this can be a little bit helpful for anybody listening but yeah my training definitely did change during this time where you could see that I stopped strength training for a period I was going a little bit lighter some days I would just do dumbbell only workouts because again I'm just trying to heal my body from a pregnancy and a loss you still have all of those hormones going out of whack during a miscarriage because you were pregnant and your body's pumping those pregnancy hormones through and then the following months of not being able to get pregnant having everything heal obviously and I remember taking I remember having the feeling like oh no my period is coming again and going to the store and grabbing a box of pregnancy tests and a box of tampons because I didn't know which one it would be and I was not pregnant that month again and you know, Darian and I were really, really sad about that too. And I just said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to go back in the strength training. And that's when I again tried to, you know, hit 200 on my squat. So you, you guys know all my content. You will be able to figure out kind of the timeline for everything. But yeah, that is still very recent. And obviously we kept trying and we were successful again, which is so exciting. And I just remember having the biggest wave of relief, getting a positive pregnancy test again after what we had already been through and Darian's really tough clinicals. It was actually the last day of his OB rotation that we found out I was pregnant and it was like the most amazing thing ever. And we were so excited and thrilled. 
And so called the OB, got appointment set up because I had had a miscarriage previously. They wanted me to get an ultrasound at seven weeks, which is what I did. I scheduled an ultrasound at seven weeks and that is what I went to last Monday. That was my seven week ultrasound. And honestly, a lot of things fell into place that are things that I wouldn't have been able to plan. So I'm very grateful for what I believe to be divine intervention, but Darian had that day off of clinicals. So he was actually able to go with me to the ultrasound, which was extremely exciting because we were both so excited. And honestly, in the back of my mind, I was still so scared of a miscarriage. So I was excited to have an earlier ultrasound to make sure there was a baby in there. Everything was healthy. Like chances are high. Things are going to hopefully be okay. But I still remember being on edge. That morning, we drove over to the hospital, which was another thing I was very grateful for is we got an appointment at a hospital. So this is a full-fledged hospital that, you know, you just go to the radiology department, but they also had an ER and an operating OR fully staffed, which later on you will realize how big of a blessing that was. So we go to this, we check in, we're very excited in the waiting room. We go back to the ultrasound. Darian is with me. Thank goodness. We're having this ultrasound done and the tech has not said anything to us. And then she leaves the room for, I say 15 minutes. Darian says that thing was like 20, 25 minutes. It was a long time. We were alone and we start to get really anxious and worried because why was nothing being said? Um, Normally they are talking to you about your baby. So we started to really freak out. The actual doctor of radiology comes in and says we need to go to the emergency room. And I was like, hold on, what is going on? She lets me know that I am pregnant, but it's an ectopic pregnancy, and they're calling an OB to come meet me immediately, and we'll discuss options. And I'm sitting there thinking, what what is happening? Like, I've kind of researched that as like a worst case scenario, because again, I've been a little bit paranoid about everything after having a miscarriage, but I'm still like in shock and daring and are like, what is going on? So I get wheeled over to the emergency room, which for one is a blessing because a lot of times they'll have you do an ultrasound at an outpatient clinic. So I would have had to take an ambulance to the closest ER, but I was luckily able to be just wheeled directly to there. And I would like that we are very fortunate in having. I'm very lucky to have had Darian by my side because chances are that he did not have a clinical that day are very rare, if not slim. Like Genuinely, you guys know how busy his schedule is. So I was like, oh my gosh, what, like, this is crazy. So we go to the ER, I'm admitted, I get an IV, all of the works, and an OB finally comes in. I am lucky that the OB is heaven sent. She is the nicest and sweetest person ever to have to break the news to me. But basically, She explains that an ectopic pregnancy is one where basically a fertilized egg implants and grows outside of the uterus, where pregnancies are supposed to be in our uterus, but mine attached to the fallopian tube. And she was like, it was so close to getting there. Like, we know you had a miscarriage. I'm so, so sorry. And a lot of times there are options of like taking a pill and doing a non-invasive roundabout to be able to help with this. But in my case, sense of the baby was actually growing quite big, had a heartbeat and was developed and big enough, they had to go in and do a full surgery. So she broke the news to me that I did have to have surgery that day pretty immediately. They did not want anything to rupture yet. Based on the ultrasound, it didn't look like anything had ruptured. And 
that I needed to have my right fallopian tube completely removed, which completely gutted me because I started to freak out of like, oh no, are we going to be able to ever get pregnant again? But she explained, because you still have, you know, your left side, you're going to be fine. You know, you'll still be able to have babies. It doesn't affect fertility. You're going to be okay. So I, you know, we took comfort in that, but still it is scary to go into your seven week ultrasound and then having to realize that you're leaving without a fallopian tube and now you're not going to be pregnant anymore was really devastating and heartbreaking. So I was rushed back to surgery, which was, I, we were very lucky. Again, the OB really advocated for me getting back quickly because they didn't want my case to get bad or to rupture. I had had some abdominal pain um, during the beginning of my pregnancy, but it was more of something that I thought was food poisoning. And then, of course, nauseous because that is a very common pregnancy symptom. And I even called the nurse's line a couple of times and was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm feeling these symptoms. Is everything okay? And they were like, yeah, you know, you could take some nausea. They gave me some medicine and it helped. And, you know, I wasn't thinking, I, I didn't have any tall tale signs that this was an ectopic pregnancy. And when they ended up wheeling me back, they didn't even know that it had ruptured. And they said that every, like when an ectopic pregnancy ruptures, you are writhing in pain. You are in so much pain. And I even remember moving myself over to the surgery table. They were like, no one can actually get up and move themselves to the surgery table. Like people are out for the count. So they had no idea how severe it really was, this situation. And when I got back there, they didn't realize how bad things were. Which to me was the scariest part because when I woke up from surgery, they hand me all these photos and tell me all of these things. And these, There were a lot of complications and I had over a liter of blood just sitting in my stomach and my body for who knows how long because I didn't know I ruptured. They didn't know I ruptured and it just caused a lot of complications during the surgery. And then I remember just waking up and them telling me all of these things and showing me these pictures and... I just remember being so overwhelmed because before surgery, it had seemed like a very easy, clean cut, what needs to happen. And after waking up, just knowing that it's not over and I still have quite a bit of recovery to go. And with all of the damage, my left fallopian tube was also really, really damaged. And they debated for a very long time in surgery. It took much longer than they were planning because they were debating whether to take it out or not. But I'm very grateful for my OB advocating for me and saying that they really want to try to have kids. So let's give her a chance to heal. So that is my main priority. I am taking it very easy, hoping for a really good recovery so I don't have to go through all of this again. Because if it doesn't heal, I've got to go through surgery and do this whole thing again. And then it's going to be really complicated. And um, I think that is the hardest part for me now is I wish it was just a straight cut answer. Of Okay, just try to heal. And then, you know, when you're done, you'll come in. We'll make sure everything's okay before we start trying again. But in a couple of weeks, in like three weeks, I have another appointment where We'll see how recovery is and if it's not up to standard or if it's going to be any kind of risk. I've got to go through this again. So I am really just focusing on healing, on recovery. And you guys have been so amazing and so kind with all of the love you have sent. It has lifted me up so much. And I'm sorry I have to keep 
starting and stopping this because I am obviously crying so much. I'm sorry you have to listen to my cry voice. I'm trying to make it as listenable as possible, but I did give you some warnings in the beginning of this is going to be a heavy, heavy episode. You guys have shared so much love and support in your comments and in your stories and your messages that it has given me a lot of hope and it is so sad that so many of us women have to go through this. It is excruciating heartbreak and your partners too, especially if this was a planned and a wanted pregnancy. It is so devastating for them as well. And it's taking a toll on Vinny because I'm not able to do much. And thank goodness my mom has flown out. She has taken good care. We have friends who are being supportive. And you guys with your uplifting messages and so many people sent flowers and the sweetest things and truly they've made my home so much brighter and they've helped cheer me up immensely. So here's to recovery and this part of my journey. I know a lot of you out there have also had to undergo unplanned surgery, emergency surgeries, just things happen in life for you, for a family member that can be really difficult and taxing and I just want to share some hope at the end of this and some things that are really helping keep me uplifted, which one really has been taking the time to rest and heal. Like I love nothing more than sitting down on the couch. I feel no guilt. I feel so calm and being able to just relax and do nothing. And I know my body really needs it and it's appreciative of all of this rest. All of the gifts and thoughtful things, people bringing food by, flower deliveries, especially all of your genuinely like just hope-filled loving comments mean so much to know that I have a support system and I didn't realize how important that is and it's something I've learned that if anyone close to me ever goes through something like this, how much support a person needs to when going through something like this. I've been loving my books and my shows and just taking some time off and away, which has been really nice. And honestly, you guys, I am a, like I went through the last approvals of my postpartum program and it's a 12 week program. And after I went through that, I have never been so tired. My body and my mind from just trying to focus was insane. I normally could do that task in an hour or two hours and it took me one to two days to get through it. Because like my mind and body is just not there where where it was. I know I can get there again, but right now it's just so important to relax. But I'm really proud that I put all of that hard work in before. So it was just very easy and quick approvals. And I'm so excited to bring that to you. I know I'm going to be doing that program when I'm out of recovery. And who knows how long it'll be before I'm able to start up again. But I'm feeling really thankful and that program has a whole new meaning for me of just anybody who's trying to recover or start over from something. I am very proud of that program that is launching November 6th. So mark your calendars for that, the postpartum program. It is 12 weeks, three different phases to help walk you through. Each phase is four weeks and it just helps introduce a little bit more movement as you go along, as you're working on your recovery and trying to heal. To end this episode on a high note, I am going to be sharing some things I found off Pinterest that I just really love and that really speak to my soul and make things so happy. So a lot of them have the people who said them and some don't. So I'm sorry if this is a quote from somebody that I just don't know about. I just took these off of Pinterest. This one said, be proud of how you've been handling these past months. The silent battles you fought, 
the moments you had to humble yourself, wiped your own tears, and pat yourself on the back. Celebrate your strength. The next one says, slow progress is better than no progress. Stay positive and never give up. This one is by Rolf Waldo Emerson. It says, finish each day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. The next says, shout out to everyone making progress that no one recognizes because you never let anyone see your darkest moments. You've been silently winning battles and transforming yourself. Be proud of every step you're making in the right direction. Keep going because you've got this. Another one. Note to self. Healing is not an overnight process. It takes time. Sometimes you feel like you're finally getting over something and happy again, but then the wound will reopen. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Take each day one step at a time. Just try to be in a better place mentally and emotionally than you were yesterday. This is from Brene Brown, someone that I bet a lot of us love, including myself. It says, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it'll be someone else's survival guide. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. I'm going to end on that one just because I truly feel like sometimes life 
gives us some kind of trials and sometimes of issues that we have to face. But if we can try to be strong through them, a lot of times it will help someone else later on in the road. I know for me, it has been very helpful to be able to hear other people who have had to go through similar things of an ectopic pregnancy and lose a fallopian tube, but go on to have many, many kids afterward. To me, that is very comforting. And I'm very sorry for their loss and that they also had to go through this, but it is also strengthening and gives a sense of hope and fulfillment as well. And that could go through anything in life of just overcoming hardships and really, really hard times, but being able to get up and show strength and confidence through that and being able to try to move forward and not let something so devastating completely consume our life. There are times and places for grief and we are having plenty of time to grieve and to sit and reflect and be in this moment of recovery and healing and we will be here for a while. But I know I know that I'm going to be able to get up and to be strong again. And I'm really grateful for all of the encouraging words and pep talks you guys have been giving me. It helps so much. And it was so funny because Darian was telling our OB before we went back into surgery because he's just funny. Everything Darian does is funny to me. I love him so much. And he was like, yeah, she likes to lift, you know, just telling her a little bit about me. And the OB was like, yeah, she's not going to be lifting for anything for a very long time. And we all laugh. And I'm like, yeah, that's that is so true. And, you know, it's funny. I love one day I'm not rushing it. I, there's no pressure. There's no feeling of guilt for not being in the gym. Trust me. I am relaxing. I'm taking my time. My number one priority is to heal properly to hopefully have to avoid another surgery. But again, that's kind of out of my hands. I can only do my part and whatever else is out there for me. I will take it one step at a time, whatever that is. So we're trying our best to remain hopeful and we're in pretty good spirits. Darian makes me laugh so much. It's so bad having an ab- abdominal surgery. So I have three um, sets of incisions. One through the belly button, you guys. Do you know how bad that one hurts? <laughs> that one hurts. But um, Darian makes me laugh so much. And he will like put on wipeout. And with my mom, we're laughing. And I'm like, dude, this is not good. So we have to turn it off. And the rule in the house is no laughing. You can't make me laugh because it hurts and I'm trying to heal. But you know, when you're trying not to laugh, you laugh more. So our spirits are up and we're trying our best to do what we can. We've been able to carve pumpkins. Darian was so grateful. He got last week off so he was able to spend time with us this week he is back in the hospital which has been hard for him to adjust going back to these long shifts and being away from home especially you know when I'm still sick but my mom is here for a little bit longer and I have to have two weeks of not doing anything um, before I can slowly add in tiny bits of activity so she'll be here for that but it's been it's been a whirlwind trying to balance everything with Vinny, trying to get accustomed to, you know, the newness of me not being able to play as much with him. And he can tell and just sense things are a little bit different. So trying to keep him happy and calm. And honestly, I feel like I'm in a lot better headspace. I know that was very hard for me to talk about earlier. And I'm I'm sorry. I know I'm choked up a lot, but thank you for letting me share this with you and I hope everyone has a great Wednesday and a great week. I am unable to get to all of my messages and everything but please know if you have sent something how much I appreciate it. I know I can't answer all of them right now. It's a little bit overwhelming and I'm very tired but 
still to know I have all of your support and just so much love filled around means everything to me. So thank you so much for being here and for being patient. Sorry about not having an episode last week. Things went very unexpected for all of us, I believe. So we are working on getting better. Hopefully next week we can get a, I can get a podcast episode up. Um, I want to get back on track and I know you guys have been wanting to do, um, you sent some of your spooky gym stories. So hopefully we can have a good laugh together or whenever we're feeling like we can get that episode up, we will, we will do our best on that for you guys. So love you so much. Thank you for your support and I hope you guys have the best week and I'll hopefully talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of one. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with Privacy Mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course. Present my thoughts the way I want. Right again! Now... You're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh, there it is. Drawing board or... Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.